Welcome, Welcome to the Drift, Drift Zone. Zone. Are we live? Yeah. Hey everyone. Welcome to Welcome to the Drift Zone. Um, Mako here. Q. Zone. Zone. Welcome to the Drift Zone. We have a different vibe tonight. We've got a bit more um, luxury. It's our second run, and um, yeah, it's Friday night. It's just something we like to do last week. We'll just do a quick recap. Um, you were speaking about your professional and personal development. So I guess in line with that, how's your week been? Busy, full on. Very full on. Just work, uni. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It is a very full on time of year um, coming into winter. How's your week been? My week's been okay. Uh, what's kept me going is tonight, right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's different all the time. But um, yeah, I guess tonight we're going to go into some really cool conversation. And I think before we begin, it's, um, it's not that we necessarily believe in one thing or another. It's about just being able to discuss ideas and options I mean, for myself, I've always, if someone said, you can't do that, or why are you doing this, I'm always of the mind space of going, why not? Fair enough. If it's not hurting anyone. But yeah, I think we're entering, let's say, fantastical. We're we're entering a fantastical zone tonight. So yeah. I was going to say fantastical journey to the centre of the <laughs> Earth. But I mean, even exactly. So, yeah, what we're going to talk about is Earth. What is Earth? Like, is it is it a ball? Is it a globe? Is it... Is it hollow? Yeah. Is it cylindrical? Is it eternal, never-ending? Um, it's really interesting, and I think the more we talk about it, the more you just go, wow, because personally, I just believe it's more of a beautiful existence just thinking that there are other things that we don't know of or what we do know might be only half of what there is to know or it might be what we know is totally wrong. Yeah. It's definitely, well, I can say from my from my own side of self, like, I don't know anything really, like, I just know what they tell me and what's what's been seen, what's been shown. Mm-hmm. That's as pretty much as far as my knowledge on it on it goes. Yeah, and I have my own sort of theories about it, but then at the end of the day, I don't know. I, I can't say I I know anything about it because I don't. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's I guess that's my stance. My stance is on the side of I do not know. Yeah, and I think what brought me into this like love of this conversation we're having right now is that you said one last week about the earth and not being able to see what was it exactly um i think it was along the lines of yeah like because we haven't seen it so how do we know what it is what it looks like we haven't even discovered half of the ocean so like how do we know what the whole planet looks like mm. and more to the point you haven't seen home from outer space 
so you don't know what it is. Yeah. And plus, the picture of the Earth that we do see is an amalgamation and a digital creation of an amalgamation of all different images put together to form a picture of a globe of Earth. In saying that too, I was trying to Google some things like can whales swim through tunnels of the Earth, a whale's Gulf Stream, um, how do rockets navigate through the f- tens of thousands of satellites orbiting the Earth? Yeah. How do shuttles re-enter the Earth without being hit by tens of thousands of satellites? It's some really interesting stuff, and I think it also parks back to mythology, like some of the stuff that we were watching over the week and tonight especially, like, I don't know, even Lord of the Rings, there's Middle Earth, there's the journey to the centre of the Earth, there's, um, you know, I guess cultural mythology and stories of different nations around the planet and their people emerging from the depths of the earth and going back into the earth. Um, I guess Bigfoot and and dinosaurs that are seen every now and then, but we can't see them on the surface of the earth, so maybe they come and go. Um, yep. Maybe they move. Maybe we're in the centre of the earth. Maybe, yeah. And there's, there's heaps of, like, indigenous, like, First Nations peoples stories of things like the Bigfoot mythology and similar things in Australia as well, mm. like the Yowies and all of that. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's something to think about for sure. Mm, exactly. And it's, uh, when I say fantastical, I mean, and mystical and magical. Like, imagine, like, okay, so we don't know everything that there is to know. So when I say magical and fantastical and you know, like portals that, uh, you know, there's stories on Earth of portals that can transport you to different places. We're just talking one dimension here. I mean, there's also like time travel. There's also like interdimensional beings. There's, I don't know. Well, that's something as well that's mentioned in Islam, for example, that there are parallel interdimensional beings and stuff like that. Like the jinn, that's what the jinn is. Mm-hmm. So even even religion, mainstream religion talks about it. So it's yeah, there's definitely something to it. I think I don't think I don't think this what we see is all there is to know about. And you know what? Thank Goddess, because if this is all we have, it's pretty sad. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it all comes down to for me, it's kind of like being able to think for ourselves. We're constantly fed so much information. That distracts us as well from maybe things that we should know. There's knowledge that has been lost, and I believe that we have the capacity as individuals, as communities, as a planet, as a population, to relearn. We just have to listen to each other. I mean, it all goes into that as well. I mean, I think we should have a disclaimer that we're not actually studied any of this. This is just free conversation and just the ability to just float. That's the other thing about the whole debate regards to flat Earth, globe Earth. Both sides, all they want to do is prove the other one wrong. And it's mm. like, guys, you don't even know yourself. Like, you don't know. The whole thing about flat Earth is they're trying to make it, they're, they're on the quest to try and find out and they're asking questions. They don't know. Mm. So, yeah. 
I think that's interesting. And what we will do, I guess, if you agree, maybe we'll talk about one or two concepts of how we envisage Earth okay. or not. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful things. I mean, there's even ancient civilizations. Like, all of this is so amazing. I mean, we were watching some stuff about the Bible and that it's just been rehashed from previous civilizations, which is basic fact anyway, because we do know that most of the things we worship and believe in, be it celebrities, they're false as well. So it makes sense that religion is false. The Bible is Disney, Disney is the Bible, and so is Star Wars. That's also a religion. Um, but I guess for me, an idea, I mean, I really, yeah, I could not decide what the earth actually is. I just wanted to interject some things. I just wanted to say, well, that's all religion ever is. It's just stories. And the whole the whole thing about Star Wars is that it actually is a religion today. Like there actually are Jedi's. Hello. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they've adopted it as a religion. Like it's it's not that's not a lie, that's a reality. So that's all religion ever has been. It's just stories, people are adopting and embracing those stories and living their life in dedication mm. to those stories. So in, in, in saying that, would you be on the dark side or the light side? Definitely in the middle. Okay. <laughs> I think I think if I was on the dark side, I would be Darth Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, or, or a, what was it? A loaf rilla. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it is, I mean, even that is so beautiful. I mean, just the... Just their powers are pretty amazing. I mean, whether it's good or bad, I mean, that in itself and being a globe or being whatever, there's good and bad, there's north and south, there's negative and positive, there's summer, winter, day and night. Half and Kim. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, one of, my, one of my beliefs is that, like, where whatever this earth is in terms of what it looks like, I think all the, like, there's an, there's an eagle flying through the air here. And there's a city here. I think all the species on the planet, no matter how big or small, all creatures great and small, I think we're all here to learn how to live together and communicate with each other. We might be from different off-world areas. We might be... That speaks to what my core, my deep in my down, down core, I believe what Earth is. So I believe it to be like a spiritual school. Mm. And it's where, and yet, like like you just said, all the animals, all the humans, all of that, they're from other places, and we're all here to to learn mm-hmm. and to do. That's how I see Earth. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if we think of each species as possibly a different alien life form, a dolphin, a monkey. Dog. A caterpillar, a dog. Yes, we'll get we'll get onto that soon. <laughs> yeah, but we have to learn to communicate with each other and support each other, and live on this planet. And that's an interesting thing about kind of just discussing different versions of Earth. Because if there's a hollow Earth, or if there's other beings living on this planet that we don't know of necessarily, because we're not in contact every day, as in, hello, how are you? How is it under the Earth? We don't do that, but it kind of makes me think that we need to look after the Earth environmentally and spiritually because 
every action that we have is a reaction and there's a consequence for someone else and we haven't learnt that on the surface of the earth with other species and ourselves because we just have a love of hurting each other and other things and the earth itself so it's really I guess whatever the earth is I, I think it just comes back to that basic need for everyone to understand that whatever it is I think we only have one of them or many within the one but it's we need to like look after this planet yeah regardless no doubt, no doubt. you said an interesting thing also about different schools of thoughts and learning from each other and that's the whole thing as well like it doesn't matter if people say well science says this that this is a globe or the flat earth people are saying well no you have to prove that it's not flat and it's like well can't you just work together yeah it's like archaeology like we only know and our history from archaeology or our history relating to archaeology is only things that we've been able to dig up there's things that we haven't been able to dig up there's things laying in the ocean that yep. we haven't seen like totally. fossils um in antarctica in in the arctic underground in caverns that ancients used to um habit habitat habitat yeah, yeah. dwell in well, yeah. yeah inhabit inhabit yeah That's the- yeah it's always good I, i've got to remember to like read more books to increase my vocabulary <laughs> yeah <laughs> but look at that beautiful sun and that scape yeah um i guess we'll keep on chatting up until about 20 minutes i think also before we go into like concepts of like what could be possible in terms of earth itself um i think one i'm i guess it's a matter of breaking through the information and the approved information that's let out or um, that's dispersed for education in terms of like you saying that you've never seen the earth from space and you were saying one really interesting thing a week or so ago about like a birthright can you can you expand uh, on that yeah so I was okay so basically I was saying um, in order to just like well I was saying every human on this planet has a birthright and that should part of that should be to know and to see what our our home looks like mm-hmm. and the so-called establishment or powers that be or whatever you want to call it the government should have some sort of in- infrastructure that allows people to see where they come from I think that would be an amazing thing come from in the sense of like just to view what the planet looks like and to know like this is a precious thing and we have to take care of it and that that could be like an, a kind of initiation to to the to the to the race so how would that roll out practically and yeah talk us through some of the i, I guess, guess i guess ta- taxpayer money could go towards it i mean it already goes to a space program anyway so why not put that money to something that the actual public can benefit from and imagine like being able to see our world like that'd be amazing i think okay so practically so people are born Mm. and how do they go through their birthright like is there ages is there 
Is there a spaceship or by, how, how does it happen? By birthright, I mean it just because we are human and we are on, on this planet, it is, our, it is that we should be able to see where we come from. Like it, We shouldn't have to pay to go and see the world. Like I think that should be something we should we all have the right to have like it's just like food and shelter like it sh- we should be able to do that indeed when you also speak on being able to as a birthright know where we come from would that also relate to history i mean true history not just what we read in school and what we learn on the internet but i mean true history and true i guess art and also spiritual education or ev- I guess evolution. I guess it's all of it, all the above. It's, it's about seeing our home. So mm. It encompasses all of it. It's just, yeah, that's how, well, that's how I see it. Yeah, true. But like we were saying at the beginning, don't um, stop talking to us because we're, we're talking like fantastical, mystical, magical <laughs> Concepts and just being in love with just the possibilities of existence. Mm. Um, I guess, I guess, do you want to open up with a concept of like, okay, not that you have to believe in it, but um, okay, a different version of a Earth. View of the yeah, world, yeah. I kind of think, I don't know, like. Definitely like the idea of dimension, dimensional portals and, and doorways. I love, I like that idea. Um, and the fact, and like the, the idea of like time, time sort of, I don't know how to explain it, but like, like Earth being like a living thing that's open to like paradigm shifts, if that makes sense. Um, so for example, I think each human civilization and stage is, is a particular paradigm and then eventually that paradigm shifts and it changes to something else. So like, for example, you can look at ancient, the ancient world, like ancient Egyptians, ancient Greece, all of that, that was a paradigm and it ended mm. and now we're in a different paradigm than like perhaps whatever whatever was next after that was a different paradigm and now we're in a different one again so it just keeps changing like that I think that's an interesting concept to, to take in um, as far as what the world looks like and how it's made which is what this episode is also about yeah I know <laughs> um, I kind of think I, I kind of it. I kind of like the idea of a hollow earth more than a flat earth. Mm. Why why and why is that? Because I think it's more believable. I think there's more A what? I think it's more believable. A what kind of earth? Hollow. Okay. Or like a cavernous earth. Um I think that's interesting. Like an earth with layers is more believable to me than a, a flat hollow. nothing yeah. still it's strange. That's a really strange concept for me to, 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 to accept. Yeah, because we started thinking we we're just going to talk about like the flat earth. And then, even even the way that they would talk about the way the sun and the moon, mm. rode, like, like that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, let's come back earth. to the flat earth, but it's interesting because we were going to just talk about the flat earth, but then we began thinking about 
the hollow earth as well and watching some videos on that. But back to the flat earth and what you were saying about the sun and the whole model. It's really bizarre. It's like, well, how? Like, I don't understand. Is it just stationary? Is it what? Is it like turning on itself? Like, yeah. it was interesting, like even the light of the sun, the light of the moon, like how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like that idea of, yeah, the flat earth thing doesn't make sense to me. Um, although it, at the same time, I kind of think as well, like no matter what the shape of the earth is, it would be a beautiful thing to just see. Just yeah. Witness. I mean, in terms of the flat earth, like the videos that we were watching and they were breaking it down as in the sun because I think to look at a different model, you have to kind of let go of the knowledge of the model that you're coming from. And so if you're saying, well, how come this is happening on your model? Because in our model, it doesn't do that. So it can't be real. And I think that's where humanity's broken down as well. Yeah, because, that's true too. That, yeah, yeah. Everything, like if we didn't know each other from different sides of the planet and we run into each other, we're speaking different languages, we have a different understanding of the environment and the world and society. And both of us are right. We There's, there's no middle ground. So it's like... I think whatever people believe in, and this can go to religion and, I guess, sexuality or, I don't know, education or whatever, have to kind of be able to communicate and accept the other's view without saying that's wrong, I think. Yeah. But I love what you said about the hollow earth, because I can't really understand the hollow earth concept, but... When you said cavernous, like break that down or well, there, dive, walk into those caverns, <laughs> explore it, tell me more. Well, there are already caves and like trenches and all that kind of stuff beneath the surface. That all already exists. So for me, it's not too far of a stretch to imagine a cave that leads to a cavern the size of a continent or a small island or... Mm. It's not it's not too hard for me to, 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 to go there in my mind, in my imagination. It's yeah. And then and then look how and just looking at the map, like look how many imagine just how many caves are on one island, like how many of those caves lead to something bigger. Like so that to me makes more sense and is more imaginable and more feasible in my mind. Definitely. Uh, I was looking at the map and going, wow, look at all the water. Yep. So what's underneath it? Like, yep. I mean, who can live under there? But also a continent. Like, what's underneath a continent? And I love what you were saying about the caverns and it makes more sense rather than just being this, like, uh, Pilates ball that's hollow inside. Like, the earth is all, like, layers of caverns and big open spaces that can hold, like, cities and... Yeah, I guess I guess the I guess they don't even have to be the size of an entire continent. Mm. Like imagine like it doesn't have to be the size of Russia or anything like that. It just maybe the size of Fiji or Green Square. Yeah, I mean it doesn't have to be that big. I mean basically, like okay, bringing it back to reality, like Green Square has an underground library, I guess cities has subways. I mean, just wait 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 wait, flashback. <laughs> Cappadocia, hello. I was going to say that because I saw that. 
So like yeah. we've already been in, inside mm. a underground Shh, city that like, held like thousands that people could like, yeah. thousands, tens of thousands. Totally. So like yeah, who knows? Maybe there's a, a few hundred more of those places that we just haven't found yet because they're so deep and so big. Who knows? And so ancient. Ancient. I like that. And. It just makes more sense in, in terms of the ancientness of Earth. I haven't even got to my concept. Oh, I love it. But um, I guess like ancient cultures that hold so much knowledge, but also characters and beings from from cultures and from history, like even fantastical ones. Like, like I don't know if I mentioned it, but like Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth. Like yeah. is Middle Earth relating to maybe a concept of Earth within an Earth? Um, speaking of like like we've said, Bigfoot, Yowies, um, elves, dwarves, um, like fairies, fairies, um, every creature that we've ever talked about within the global, I guess, memory. Like, I can understand that we all inhabit this earth. Only, I mean, just because we don't see where they live doesn't mean they don't exist. Not saying that they do, and not saying that I believe they do, but I'm saying, why not? And I always say, because it makes the world so much more amazing. Like, rather than just living with the people that we live with on the earth, like, there's a whole other people that and species that we should be, like, taking into consideration, possibly. Should I... Interesting. Should I freak everyone out about my concept? Go on. I think I need a sip before I go into here. I hope people still talk Perhaps to me after this. Shit. <laughs> okay, so... I mean, just trying to sometimes, not that I believe this, but it's fantastical. And because, well, I'll, I'll break it down. So, okay, so there's a spherical earth kind of model. There's a flat earth model. There's a hollow earth model. There's a square model. There's all different kind of models. My kind of model that I believe in, and this is like, just something I thought of is like that the land doesn't end so it's continuous like if you think like okay well of course there's oceans and stuff but it's just doesn't end like you can't get to the end of it so to the ends of the earth like you can't get to the ends of the earth I love that I love that <laughs> I and love what I said when you first mentioned it how? and it's like yeah because it's round you just keep going around and around and around yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah continue continue yeah. So, I mean, if, if, if you could imagine, you could keep on walking. I mean, even if you could jump on a boat and keep on boating, but you never get to the ends of the earth. And in saying that, so it goes that way, like continuous and that way. So it's just like land and there's all heavens above and below is the earth or the land mass and the water that just, it doesn't end. It just goes, it continues down that way. So it's just a mass of solidness that in terms of continents and other religions and cultures and all that, like maybe, I mean, because people say there's a block of ice that you can't go past and that's Antarctica. Maybe that's a possibility. And maybe what we know as our Earth and continents is only that one part that we're possibly able to explore because of 
ice mount or an ice barrier or because of mm, an endless ocean. But maybe there's other planets that aren't planets but are continents beyond what we can know because it's endless. And maybe within that there's other other societies and other cultures that, you know, that might be, that's how we know that they exist, not that they're living in our world with us totally, but we're able to visit each other. And maybe that's just by traveling physically or astrally or spiritually or emotionally or, yeah, things like that. Interesting. But I mean, it's it's really scary to think that there could be a possibility. Not that I'm saying that there is, but because there's so much science, how do we know? Yeah, it's really strange. I mean, it's like okay, so I I know English and I know everything that I know through English because that's what I've been taught. If I knew Mandarin or Hindi or Fijian or Swahili, I would have a a different understanding and appreciation experience of my time on the planet sure. in relation to everything else. So it's the same as like what I've been taught scientifically. Maybe maybe there's more to know. Definitely, th- there's always more to know. Yeah, Definitely. I think in that sense, because, I mean, science itself is only so many years old. I mean, fairly old, because we haven't studied this uh, podcast tonight. <laughs> we just watched YouTube and and, and, and and had discussions. But um, yeah, science in the fact that like imagine in a thousand years what people would have known and learnt and maybe the flat earthers and the hollow earthers and as global earthers all join together and may learn, oh wow, actually we're all true. Well, that's the one thing that I find so annoying is that they all are trying to prove wrong and they don't even care about anything else really they're just mm. trying to outdo the other one and it's so mm. yeah I find I find I, I in like because we'll start wrapping up I think that I come back to what you said and I haven't seen the earth from space so I can't tell others even from what a it plane, is it's, you can't really tell what it looks like from a plane mm. like you're so high Plane, but you can't see much of a curvature. Yeah. Really. And I think just to say what I've what I started with at the beginning was like, you know, trying to Google how shuttles and rockets navigate past the tens of thousands of satellites and why when we see pictures of the earth like I guess communal pictures or public pictures of the earth, there's never satellites like engulfing the earth because there's tens of thousands you know what of satellites. Else is weird? So, like, when you're in a plane, right, you can't really see the curvature, right? And you also can't see any other planes. You can. <laughs> I don't see it. Well, I don't, I've, I don't I remember. Pitch, I picture other planes, but I'm pretty, like, what's that word, fatalistic? I always imagine that another plane's going to fly into my plane. I think people have seen other planes, but you can see other planes. It's just that they're so... Yeah, I know what you mean. Because there's supposed to be hundreds of planes in the sky. Yeah, at the same time. Gotcha. And you just don't see anything. And yep. the other thing about that is, like, like the whole thing about trying to see the curvature. Okay, like, I, I kind of think that's, a, like that's a, an experiment that will never work. Because you're so... 
like as one person on the world, like you're so small. Mm. So like, and if you think about like the whole world is so big, how are you going to ever see the curvature ever? Like, unless you get off world, I don't see how you're going to see it. And amen, <laughs> because so you know weird. what? The majority of us will never go off world. So how are we going to know we're being told the truth? Hence, birthright viewing of the world, I think, should be granted. I, I think that would, like, that would do so much good for the world because if people could see it, see how limited the resources are, see how that we've only got mm. one of them, imagine how impacted every human would be by seeing it. I reckon that should that yeah, that's my that's my thing anyway, we're a bit worried about that. Yeah, and I guess hence in closing I would say, does it really matter what type of earth we're living on? What really no. matters is that we should all be getting on with each other. Exactly. Protecting our um, family of animals, our family of the, um, the natural world and our family of each other, regardless of what we believe in. As long as we're not hurting each other, it doesn't yeah. matter what we believe in. And exactly. that as a global population, we should be protecting our planet and not hurting it anymore. Exactly. Which is why the Flat Earth Society... Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> because they're just... They're so arrogant and they think they have all the answers. They don't even have a proper model that matches with everything they say. Well, in time they might. <laughs> just give them a bit of time. And I mean, but that's the whole thing. I mean, okay... So this whole thing about, hmm, okay, so the flat earth and people are just bagging them and blah, blah, blah. But why can't we just see it as a fiction if we want to, if we can't really like deal with it? It's just like, oh, okay, they're talking something like Star Trek or something. It's okay. It's just another or, point of view. It's yeah, not, and it's just another reality or a story. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, as mm. you said before. Like it, it doesn't really matter what shape the earth is. Wow. Hmm. Well, thank you for thank you for jumping into the drift zone tonight. <laughs> Pleasure. It's such it's such an, it's such a cool conversation. Like just my mind just kind of goes places. Well, it kind of just goes into a void. I'm a, I can't think. Sometimes it, that happens to me too. Yeah, because there's so much, and then it's like, wow, there's so much, and then it's just like you know, like uh, the the hoard off maneuver. What's up? Um, Last Jedi. Yeah, where it goes hyperspace through the, the yeah the dreadnought, but yep, yeah yep, the, yep, the big the ship. Yep, yep. Yeah, it kind of goes like that where there's all this noise <laughs> happening, and then in a moment it's just, oh. and there's just like nothing, which probably means I've talked myself stupid. <laughs> so that was um, episode two of Soul and Mako. I think next week you had a really cool topic. I was just thinking about discussing the whole social responsibility around the current times. Exactly. Interesting. It's it's pretty. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> Say yeah. that again. The current uh, social responsibility or lack of. Yep. Revolving around the current times. And. Yeah. It's interesting, and the majority of people thinking that it's only happening for the first time ever. It's like there's a whole historical kind of reference yeah. world that we can look at to navigate and find another way of doing it. Mm. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
I guess if anyone wants to join in on these Friday nights, let's um, connect and we can connect you via phone through the equipment as well. So you can be anywhere, but preferably. Um, Maybe yeah. next time I'll have my phone set up so we can look at the comments. Oh, sweet. See, yep. see what the comments are. Yep. Yeah. And I guess we'll introduce you to our practice pup. <laughs> Junior. Junior, yeah. And we're... We definitely would be looking at maybe getting a miniature schnauzer one day. <laughs> to begin with. Just hijacking it. <laughs> okay, well, thanks a lot, everyone, and have a nice weekend. <laughs>